man alive. You know, amen. You know, I know why God put me up here. So I could make so many mistakes. So you could see it and know that it's okay to blunder like this. And we still can go on with Jesus. <laughs> I do want to tell you, though, there's times I've gone home and said, God, why did you let me go through that? And I'm not kidding you. He, he lets me do that so you guys can just relax. You know, I mean, there's times we, because in the living room, I mean, we have this living room in our house, and we, we're having grandkids over. And, and I know John and Kathy have been down the road on this a little farther than we have, but we get little Reagan come over, and we get Ethan come over, and... Man, I'll tell you, we've got some video of me doing things I never thought I would do in the living room. I mean, Grandpa is down on the floor, and we wrestle, and we tickle, and, you know, in the living room, it's, it's just a place where family is just coming together, and we're just having fun. You know, Jesus, Jesus wants his people to have fun. I know this may be just kind of, oh, no, 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 wait, 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 hold it, hold it. This is the house of God. It's a place of holiness. It's a place of rigid strictness and, oh, you're going to drop the standard and all oh, the people are going to go wild. No, 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 that's, that's not what's going to happen. That's not what's going to happen at all. Actually, I come to find out that people love to go to places where there's freedom. They love to go to places where they can experience something. Isn't it amazing? We go to ball games and we go to Six Flags and rodeos. and You know why we all go there? Because of experiences. Maybe different kinds of physical, natural experiences. But God wants you to experience Him in His house. And He wants you to enjoy His presence. And He wants you to enjoy one another. That's what He wants you to do. Because he's a good father. And some of you have just come out of such stiff and starchy backgrounds. And you just can't even enjoy God. You don't even know. Do you know that sometimes God wants to come down and tickle you? I mean, he really wants to. I, I was tickling Reagan. And she was just laughing her head off. And we both were laughing so hard. And I mean, I was laughing so hard. I actually had a gut ache. I was laughing so hard at this. Because Reagan, I tell you, she just kills me sometimes with her looks. She just kills me. I'm just laughing. And as I'm laughing at little Reagan, and she's laughing at me because I'm making weird faces. And I'm not kidding. The Holy Spirit says, Ray, I want this in my house. And I said, what am I supposed to do? Get down and tickle him? <laughs> I'm supposed to tickle him, Lord? You know, me first, Bill <laughs> No, we'll, we'll pass on that. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, you know, the Lord, the Lord says, I, I, I want my people to know that it should be the most natural thing for you to come and draw near to God. You know, it's amazing when <clears throat> Ethan, you know, he starting to stand up and I came home. And I tickle him all the time. I bite his belly button. and we, He loves to be... Now, Ethan's different. He loves to be held upside down. 
I mean, Ethan just loves to be held upside down, and he giggles, and I turn him right side up, and he, he wants to do it again. So we go upside down, and, you know, and we're just, just having a great time. You know, the Lord just impressed on me. That I want my people to experience their Heavenly Father. Reaching out, loving them, experiencing his love on their life. You know, it's amazing. Even while I was, no kidding, holding him upside down, I got a surprise. And he uh, did it in his britches. Even while we were playing. But you know what? It didn't matter. Because he's my grandson. And I love him. And you know what? A lot of us have some stuff in our britches. And you're living under shame. And you're just so afraid that if God sees what's in the britches. And yet you don't even know that your Heavenly Father loves you in spite of how bad you smell. And He wants to still tickle you. He's going to clean you up. Because the Bible says, you know, it says it. Even our Father who sent His Son in Hebrews 4, who was acquainted with our weaknesses, and He says that we are to Draw nigh to him and we're to boldly come to the throne of grace in the time of need to obtain mercy and find grace. I just want you to know this morning that he's going to help you change the way you come to church. He's going to help you change the way you enjoy him. You know, it's amazing. In fact, I just feel the Holy Spirit just saying that this is my message. I actually had a word. But I just feel like the Lord just saying to me, speaking to me right now, that you are so important to Him. You're so valuable to Him. He wants, he, he wants to kind of tear down certain stereotypes and certain images and some of you have some arguments and you have, you have impressions in your mind that is keeping you from really coming into the life of God, keeping you from understanding who he really is. Do you know that we serve a father who actually loves to laugh? God laughs. The Bible even says that he rejoices over you. With, he, laugh, he doesn't laugh at you. He wants you to laugh with him, especially when you're walking through the storm. And he wants you to laugh at the devil. Really wants you to do that. In fact, I find that he wants to tickle you enough to laugh at the devil. I mean, he, he wants to bring you all the way through. He laughs. Jesus loved children. He loved to touch them. He loved to lift them up. He loved to kiss them. Jesus touched lepers. In the New Testament, under the Old Covenant, you weren't to touch lepers. Jesus hugged 
lepers. He hugged them. They were shameful. They were considered dead. But he hugged them anyway. Because he wanted to convey and communicate that sense of belonging, value. And he even says, I need you. I need you. I don't want to, I just don't need you, but I want you. Amen. How many of you know it's great to be wanted? <laughs> God's not just interested in using you in his kingdom. He really wants to be with you. He loves you, Dave. Wants to be with Dave. Wants to tickle Dave. Amen. He's going to give Dave a good, he's, he's going to laugh with Dave. He's going to laugh with Pascal. Amen. He's going to come and give you joy. Now you may say, well, Pastor, what are you talking all about this for? Let me tell you something. Christians in the kingdom of God need to learn to understand that because he's seated us with him in heavenly places and he's raised us in the, he didn't, he didn't raise us and seat us in heavenly places just so that we can look, 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 look so strict and so rigid and so weird and, no, no. He wants to bring you into such a place of freedom in such a place of rest where people look at you and say, why are you so free and happy? I mean, why aren't you stressed out? Don't you know what's going on around us? Everything's falling apart. Our economy's going to hell in a handbasket. We don't even know what's going on with our nation. And you somehow have some peace. You got to, you're laughing. You just seem to kind of work with this joy on your face. And you actually say you enjoy church. Man, that's a new concept. I mean, you come out of church, you actually get tickled. You actually get blessed. You actually feel the touch of a living God. He, you, you're, in, you're enjoying Him, and He's enjoying you. How many here have ever been in love? Praise God, that's right. And that's what we're talking about. You know when you're in love? <laughs> you know one thing you just, you just I don't know about you but when I was in love I still am in love Carol I'm still in love <laughs> but I remember when I was first in love with my wife I tell you one thing I couldn't sleep I couldn't eat I lost my appetite I was doing midterm in, exams and Bible class couldn't even think because I mean I was love sick have you ever been love sick you know something God can make you love sick Jesus can make you lovesick to the point that you're willing to give your life for him. You're willing to lay down your life for him. You're willing to be crucified like Peter upside down because Jesus has put such joy. I just want to tell you how proud I am of you. I want to tell you, every one of you, I'm so proud of you. It's a joy to be here. Amen. It's a joy to know you. And if you only knew how much he thinks that way of you, you'd never turn your back on him. He's a friend that sticks us closer than a brother. He really adores you. He sees you as his bride. And he's so excited to be with you.
some of you just need to relax. You need to come to prayer and just say, thank you, Jesus. You don't have to come with some pretense of religiosity and some words. He just wants you to come and say, Father, I love you. Thank you for your goodness. He's a good shepherd. He loves his people. Some of us, I believe here today, you don't know Jesus. You can't relax because you're separated from him. Maybe you don't know him because you've been in a religious quandary. You've been separated from him because of the lie of the enemy. But you want to come home and you want to, you want to come and experience his love in the living room. <laughs> he wants to give you joy. If that's you this morning, all you have to do is call on the Lord and confess your faith in him and you will be saved. Amen? We serve an awesome God. You know, I had a great word this morning, but the Lord just turned a corner here, and, but that's okay. Some of you are going to leave this service and say, wow, what a strange service. It's okay. It's okay. Can you all stand to your feet? Amen. Let's just stand to our feet. <clears throat>